You are listening to Digging In Podcast, presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors. Welcome back to another episode of the Digging In Podcast. I'm your host, Kincho Kelly, helping you get those questions answered to and through retirement and backed by overwhelming popular demand, the man, the myth, the founder of Rooted Wealth Advisors, Mr. Zach Gray. Not true. <laughs> Just needed someone. <laughs> But I'm excited to be here and chat it up. Way to start out the podcast with a disclosure that I just... Are you just telling everybody I just lied? No. It probably is some sort of demand. But <laughs> um, let's jump in, man. Can't wait to uh, see what topics you got for us to chat about. Today. We got a lot of topics to cover, but being season two, we got to cover what you did this summer. You did quite the uh, physical feat this summer. You climbed not only a metaphorical mountain, but an actual physical mountain. Actual mountain. Yeah. Should have done a lot more training for that, uh, but we did um, we did conquer that challenge. It was great. It was uh, 29029. In essence, climbing the same feat as Mount Everest and doing it in about a 30-hour window. So yeah, that was, um, was quite the challenge. A lot less cost, a lot less Sherpas involved, probably a lot shorter of a flight than Nepal. Yeah, um, it, was, it was in Idaho. Um, was, was really neat to see. I'd never been there. And, um, yeah, I, I definitely underestimated it, uh, but no doubt much easier, of course, on a multitude of levels, just up and down the mountain, up and down the mountain and, uh, yeah, not having to deal with, uh, altitude of, of course, you know, so on and so forth though, you know, it still was fairly well up there and that was tough on the old lungs. It's got to feel good though. Checking an item off your bucket list, climbing an actual mountain. Yeah, I don't know if that was on the bucket list. Um, <laughs> well, now you got to add it just so you can cross it yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I roll. Um, but no, it was good. It was good to have a, a, a little bit of a challenge. You know, I think that uh, business and, um, you know, client service and just, you know, team and culture and all of that is, is a challenge. It's kind of the adult sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that I had a physical challenge in, in quite some time, you know, decent shape and so on. But had never really set my mind to do something since college back in my football days. So it was good. And uh, to, to check it off and, and get it accomplished was even better. That's a little different than an outside linebacker trying to take a crash course towards your quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and actually, I don't know which was tougher, though. Uh, as I think back on it, uh, you know, 20 plus years ago is a little bit more in the rear view. So mm-hmm. I think maybe youth would have helped me out a little bit. Um, but hey, did get out there, did get it done. Got the red hat, check the check the box, we're good to go. There you go. Well, speaking of mountains, there is a mountain, at least that's the way it feels right now for a lot of people financially. There was an article, front page of the local paper not that long ago, entitled, Illinoisans Pay More for Household Bills. And it was a report from uh, Doxo, and it revealed that the average U.S. household spends 24000 $557 annually on the most essential household bills, which is 35% of the U.S. median income of $70,784, dollars 
which is roughly $2,050 a month, but Illinois residents pay $900 more a year than the national average. I'm guessing that comes from the elephant in the room of inflation. Inflation, yeah. That's a, well, we haven't heard anything about this in the last couple of years. So it's, <laughs> no. it's a fresh topic. No. no one's ever heard of such a thing. Um, yeah, and inflation's wild. In the state of Illinois, there's a lot of topic of tax being one of them, you know, a fairly high state income tax. That's issue one. What doesn't maybe get talked a little bit about is, to your point, the cost of living. And starting to take a look at that from a utility perspective, and, and that just becomes a laundry list of other items, you know, even down to if you compare groceries here versus a national average from a few reports that I took a quick gander at, we're outpacing that by a percent or two as well. And by the way, annual 22 to 23, as long as I caught the report correctly, was about a 13.5% increase when it comes to the grocery bill, you know, I guess across the entire nation. So, you know, I mean, I pick on groceries because that's something that's pretty easy, right? I mean, everyone is out there grabbing food off the shelf and needing to eat. Uh, but boy, it hits home really hard when you not only look at all this national inflation chatter. And by the way, we just got a report as we're recording this. There was one that just came out literally yesterday, day before. And this is a pretty fairly, I guess, redundant theme that we've been hearing is that, well, um, number one, spending's up, but spending's up a little bit, frankly, due to an inflationary uh, concern. And now those things have been tamed back down to some extent, but we're still hovering just, just shy of 4%, which once again is a little bit more than what we were expecting. So literally Wednesday of the week of which we are recording this podcast, uh, we're in a position where once again, we get that inflationary data. It was at about a 3.7% number. And once again, that's a little higher than what we're shooting for. We know that we're shooting for 2%, trying to land the plane there. And my question ends up being is, is, is it is it actually even representative of a true 3.7%? And then once again, back to the question about the state of Illinois, um, I mean, this is a topic that we could carry to even other states that we serve, right? Um, you know, out being in an office just outside Nashville, another in Denver Tech Center, and maybe we'll get to that in a moment. But yeah, if, if we're already in a position where you're hearing these wild numbers of whether it's energy, which by the way, was up month over month here, that was a part of that report. That's primarily what drove that 3.7 number. Then back to my little grocery comment and how the fact that Illinois happens to be outpacing this whopping 13 plus percent increase year over year when it comes to your grocery bill for the fam, it's just tough. It's just it's tough to swallow. It's it's a lot, and it feels like inflation's hitting from every sector. And it's like on the day to day. Uh, not that long ago, just over a year ago, when we moved into our house, you know, we're we're painting, we're trying to fix it up, and then along comes this bill from the energy company, and wouldn't you know it, your monthly minimum's going up. It was like twenty two percent. I was like, that's got to be illegal to raise it that much in one hike, but turns out they can do whatever they want. Yeah. So we know that there's a target for from the Fed for inflation. So what happens when that number comes in above that target? Well, I mean, the, the, the talk would be is, okay, are we going to raise, you know, what, what are we going to do to interest rates, period? You know, and, and I think that th there's been massive topic of this really throughout the entire year of 2023. You know, what is Fed Chair Powell going to do? 
I do not want to be in his shoes because it's really tough. You know, how is he going to make these calls on how to land this plane safely? You know, we're, we're, we're trying to kind of hit this, this quote unquote soft landing, uh, extremely tough to do. Um, once again, way above my pay grade, shout out to him because it's going to be I'm, impossible. I'm sure he listens to the podcast. I know he probably does. And, uh, if he doesn't, you know, here's a couple things we need to be concerned about in Illinois specifically. But I do think that it's it's really important for people to understand that even with, I mean, once again, shortest kind of duration in the highest, I guess, increase to rates that we've ever seen historically, frankly, just almost off the charts. Everyone was almost at a position of thinking, will all of what has been done, I guess, in essence, kind of wreck the economy because we've gone too far too fast. And once again, it's really hard to guess what these rate hikes do most commonly it takes a solid 12 18 months to see even what the results have been or will be and so that's why it's so hard to to kind of once again be a soft landing extremely tough to do and um i I guess what's i think more intriguing to me is that all the change that we've already put in play that we're still outpacing inflationary data right now in latter 2023 it's it's just pretty wild and i think that so the question is what to do well chances are we're going to have a change you know in in interest rates that's been a bit expected we've kind of held stagnant on the last few uh, decisions to be made by by powell and his colleagues i expect that we probably have a gentle increase there but once again we've had so much change so quickly that it's really hard to figure out where and how this will land and I don't know that we're really changing inflation. I, I know that that might sound a bit negative. I just think that we might have to start to realize this is something that's going to be a reoccurring theme. And you can look at other things, you know, retirees, you know, which is, of, co- of course, the core of our business. Take a look at your Part B uh, medical premiums because um, that's something that is yet a whole nother sector outside of energy that we've discussed, which once again was the leading cause of this last month's report. Back to your little example that you gave seconded by the fact that you know healthcare will be the number one cost you have in retirement and in those numbers have been double digit fairly consistently and so I, I guess we should probably get a bit comfortable and really make sure that we're planning for that well and i'm glad you brought it back to retirees kind of talking big picture clearly we need to get fed chair powell a uh crystal ball right yes. that'll be a nice that would be a great be a great gift okay you know doesn't have to wait till christmas ours probably. is still broken correct yeah yeah, yeah i checked. gotta get that fixed <laughs> yeah well hard to find repair people for those uh really is but i'm glad that you brought it back and kind of zoomed in on the retirees because that's who we focus on uh a lot of the time here but i i also pulled a, a report and about investors' biggest fears in 2023, and 62% said that they're concerned that their biggest fear is higher everyday cost. Well, we know that that directly correlates to what we've been talking about. And 44% said a large unexpected expense, like an emergency, right? But then the other ones that kind of trickle down all kind of have to come back to that. 36% their biggest fear is taxes. 28% biggest fear is healthcare cost. And then 24% share a job security and cash flow as it relates to like the economy and inflation. So honing in here on retirees specifically and, and probably most of our clients, what does that look like day to day for them as they're trying to pay bills? 
you know, it's one thing that we build around in our income plan. If you don't have a plan for income, you just really cannot hit that target. You can't see. I mean, it's, it's impossible. And so been a massive topic of conversation. I, I've forced the team to go back over a century in terms of data. It gets our number to be about a three, about 3.27 inflationary number. If you only look back at the last decade, of course, including two and a half years of, of fairly insane inflation numbers, that number's at only at about 2.58. And so what's, what's interesting there is that we're stretching that data back on purpose, just trying to get those numbers to kind of kick up in size. But yeah, it goes without saying that all of these things are costing more money. Over two-thirds of Americans had to go to savings because of inflated costs last year. And once again, we're not talking outside the box per se. It could just be those bare-bone needs. Um, over 85% of retirees had to go back to the cookie jar much harder mm -hmm. than they would have simply because of, once again, these costs. And, and what's interesting about the list that you threw out I believe that everything kind of starts to co-mingle, mm -hmm. right? You know this. If, if you've listened to any of our podcasts before or listening today, I just want you to know that like this holistic view, it's one domino does affect the next. So for example, if we know costs are up and taxes happen to go up in a few short years, which by the way, I think very well could happen. Apparently some other folks do according to your report. Yep. Um, now all of a sudden it's, well, what is the value of that dollar? like cash in, in my pocket to go spend, that becomes a question. And wait a minute, if there's less of that that ends up in my pocket, but on the flip side of the coin, my my costs are, are substantially higher, well, that's not a good combination, right? I mean, more cost, mm -hmm. less in my pocket to spend. Yeah, we've seen some, some rebound to some extent, not probably still yet digging out of the entire hole, certain sectors of the market still suffering a fair amount from from what we've had to do in terms of changes, which kind of cycles all the way back to interest rates and things we've been discussing. But yeah, this all commingles. Healthcare cost, it is the number one expense. It does continue to con continue to climb. And frankly, it has been outpacing the day-to-day -day costs that be more typical for years now. So if you start to kind of package all this up in terms of, well, yes, cash flow or income due to my expenses, mm -hmm. seconded by the fact of, wait a minute, what do I have after Uncle Sam takes this cut of my taxes? And how does this look with other things that might be a part of my equation of, of healthcare, et cetera? You mentioned cash flows. I think that when I hear that, I just think of income. How am I going to pay the bills? Mm -hmm. What's the cash flow coming in? Yep. What's the cash flow coming out? So massive concern. And, and I think it does ring you right back to the fact of, you know, our, our process. And, and I think nearly every uh, retiree headspace should drift towards um, peace of mind, having a plan that's more than just performance. Performance is extremely important. Fees, extremely important. However, you just need to make sure that we're addressing, are we gonna be okay? Are we going to make sure that we can live our lives on our terms? That's probably the biggest question that we get. I mean, as you know, you, you've worked several events for us. We do a lot of workshops around the country. The number one question, the concern, it's, uh, am I gonna have enough money? Will I run out? I mean, it might be written slightly different, but it's very typical to have the same little response written in there. And all that feels very heavy, like very, oh crap. Like, because a dollar today, like you said, isn't going to be a dollar tomorrow. And the farther out you look at retirement and how you're going to make your money 
last longer, that becomes a real fear for people. And so, yeah, they might write it on their on their sheet a, a dozen different ways, but you've been doing this for, I don't know, when did Moses part the Red Sea? That's... That's, I'm, not, I'm not that old. A, <laughs> I, I have a lot less hair, and some of it's gray. But I mean, come on now. But um, out of the out of, out of all these events, that's what we consistently hear: is Am I going to outlive my money? Is it going to be there? And so, how how realistically can we take a look at that? Well, I think that you need to look at it under fairly conservative circumstances. So many Monte Carlos, and for those of you that might not know what that is, it's just taking some projections and, and, and ultimately seeing, okay, if my money grows at this or inflation's that, colas would be such and such. Let's package that together and then let's see, do we have enough? Are we going to be okay? They can't take into consideration, when are we going to die? When's our spouse going to die? You know, I mean, obviously that affects many cash flows, pensions, definitely social security for a household. Um, so all of those things are extremely important. But even back to my comment about a 13.5% say grocery number, which all joking aside, I feel it, right? When we go to the grocery store, uh, that's just a very poor experience for me, right? Not only do I have four kids that are running crazy, we're trying to package them in the carts with the food. It's just wild. But when we get up there, I, I feel like, you know, we must, like someone else's groceries must have commingled with ours. We must be paying for someone else because... It's it's three, four, maybe five hundred dollars, and it's just a typical week. There's nothing on the there's nothing on the conveyor belt that's that's out of the ordinary, and so when you start to see that number, think about that. You you obviously have to outpace that with performance. Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, what about taxes? So what what if my performance minus the amount of I've actually got to turn around and give to Uncle Sam? What does that give me on a true net number? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm picking on maybe one particular sector. We could get into energy. We could get into housing. I mean, we could pick and choose where we want this conversation to go. But as a whole, no wonder mm -hmm. it, it's a part of someone's concern. And um, yeah, it, it, it just is something that can once again stem on further and further. Baby boomers are getting to a point of retirement. Less of them working, you know, over what, 10000 a day are retiring. So, I mean, you start to question all these things. You know, who is funding Social Security? How do these things feel? You know, I just want to make sure that people once again realize, you know, really uh, strong four to five components here. It, it's, it's income. That income many times is going to come from your investments. So making sure that you understand that very well. Um, it, it's back to the mountain analogy in a different way. Accumulation, it can be really rocky on the way up. Ah, no big deal. You're young. You got time. I'm not going to use that money yet. Now on the way back down, it, it needs to be a, a, a lot less rocky. You know, we don't want to be off the steep cliff and then all of a sudden our, our money falls at a substantial rate. But you get past income. You get past investments. Think long and hard about taxes. And we touched on that just briefly. Mm -hmm. And then for us, legacy really kind of ties together health care and legacy planning. And for us, that's a little bit more of just um, leaving money behind. It's making sure you live life on your own terms and, and that you don't have these worries or you don't have to change your lifestyle. But absolutely, no doubt, needs to be a massive part of someone's planning process today is to make sure that they are in a really good spot. And once again, all of those dominoes, they affect each other as well as too. Almost like you need a professional to take a look at your whole situation and really put together a plan. Like a roadmap. Almost like a roadmap for you to navigate all these situations that come up. I know some folks. <laughs> 
That's right. That's right. We know some folks. Uh, they probably work for Rooted Wealth Advisors, would be my guess. That's a great company. They're my favorite, I think. <laughs> Uh, if you've got questions about anything we've talked about today, give us a call, 815-918-4727, and we'll get you on the phone with one of our financial advisors to just answer your questions. It's as simple as that to get started with another set of eyes on what you've got going on, and uh, what's right for you might not be right for the next person. So everybody's situation is completely different. So make sure you get that extra set of eyes on your situation. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, keep digging in. This was Digging In Podcast. Presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors.